Um, so my name is Virginia McLean. I am an independent author, and I've currently got uh, two series out, one that is five books deep and finished, and one that is two books deep and ongoing, um, although each of the books in that series concludes, and it's not, there are no hang that cliffhangers. <laughs> I almost said hangovers. That's okay. <laughs> there are no cliffhangers. Uh, yeah, each episode is, is self-contained. Uh, and I'm working on the third book for that right now. So can you tell us about like each of your two series? Sure. Um, uh, my Victoria Marmot series I like to describe as Twilight and Harry Potter's secret feminist love child. Um, it is a parody of a number of contemporary fantasy books, uh, series, and uh, pulls makes loving fun of a number of, of other contemporary fantasy stories, uh, as well as containing its own original plotline and its own original characters. And it's fast-paced, meant to be humorous, although that's in the eye of the beholder, <laughs> and uh, features a, a sassy, foul-mouthed, badass female protagonist. <laughs> Meanwhile, my uh, Chronicles of Gensokai series is epic fantasy that I like to describe as Song of the Lioness meets Avatar the Last Airbender with a dash of Shogun. Um, it takes place in an entirely fictional world that uh, is inspired by feudal Japan and Japanese mythology, but is, again, uh, a completely non-realistic world. And thematically it deals with the harder parts of, of heroism and the after effects of violence, even when done for quote-unquote a good cause, uh, and how uh, perpetrators of violence are also victims of violence um, and the effects of that on humans. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, do you have any, like, series or any other, like, book ideas that you're working on, like, probably, like, in the back corner or something? I do, I do. I have a uh, sci-fi series in my head and also about 10,000 words of it on paper that is a far future Earth. Uh, with humans who have abilities they're not sure where they've come from they sort of they've lost a, there's a big gap in written history um, and uh, and then there are also some animals with interesting um, abilities as well and it's actually largely focuses on the humans and the animals learning to coexist um, the animals have largely been preying on the humans for a long time and the book takes place in a time where humans are starting to realize that both, they're both starting to recognize each other's intelligence um, and and learn to discuss their differences rather than uh, try to hurt each other. <laughs> so, like, when you talk about giant animals, are you talking about, like, the animals we have now, just, like, in their format, like, after? Yeah, there's a... So, the, there's not a great way to talk about it without doing a ton of spoilers. <laughs> um, so, it's... Like a lab experiment gone wrong? Yes. There's, there's humans... Long past humans, humans perhaps from near our current present, um, were experimenting with animals and animal intelligence, and uh, also with humans and, and human intelligence. And yeah, so this is the, the premise that I'm explaining kind of spoilers the entire series, but uh, but that there have been a lot of um, the humans that are around in this story are the results of that, as are the animals, and their interactions with each other are skewed by that as well. So. So what would you say like was your favorite part writing for any of your two series that you have out currently? Uh, it's different things for each series. So the Chronicles of Gensokai books, I really love the setting and I and I love the characters that I've created there and I really enjoy 
spending time with them, but it's also really dark. There's a lot of dark stuff that happens there. Um, the characters aren't always in a very good place mentally, and it can be difficult and taxing to write them. And so, honestly, the Victoria Marmot series was uh, pretty much a response to that. I wanted to write something light and funny and faster and, and, uh, and just less serious <laughs> and severe. And so I started writing that sort of just as a pick-me-up. <laughs> uh, after I, I felt like I'd gone a little too dark with especially book two in the Chronicles of Gensokai series. And, and so that's, that's sort of where it came from. So writing the Victoria Marmot series is, has been really fun uh, because it is fun and funny and uh, the world is contemporary earth so it's not as interesting to me. I mean, it is still interesting but it's, you know, I, creating a whole world from scratch was more fun. But, um, <laughs> but it, the characters make a lot more jokes. There's just a lot more going on that's humorous and that's always that's fun to write too so so when we had talked earlier you said that you self-published these now what would be like any tips to someone who is like an aspiring writer or has written something and they want to self-publish go down that route instead if you want to go down that route um it's important to find an editor that you can work with well um i there i know a number of indie publishers who claim to self-edit and um, generally speaking, in reviews, it comes out that that, that is a bad idea. <laughs> um, it is really difficult, even if you are yourself uh, a linguist or you have multiple degrees in English, uh, it's very difficult to catch all your own errors. Um, our own brains tend to interpret our own work as we meant it rather than as it actually is. Um, and it's really important to hire, at the very least, a copy editor and a proofreader. Um, and uh, so, and then to do that, you need to find someone that actually is appropriate to your voice and to your genre. Um, so it actually requires doing a bit of testing. You want to get sample edits from editors instead of just getting the cheapest person you can find, although that is very tempting. And, you know, at the very least, do that. But um, I actually ran a Kickstarter on my first book because I could not afford a proper editor otherwise. Um, I also wanted a very specific cover artist, and that was expensive too. Um, so I kickstarted the funds for that book, and uh, the Kickstarter was successful, and that helped me hire an editor that was the, the right editor for my work. Um, so that's a, that's a big tip, because honestly, the, the one thing I see most often that is, is hurting indies who are trying to get their stories out there is that they haven't had someone else critically read their work. And, um, and it means that no matter how good their storytelling is and how good everything else about it is, they're just readers will be turned away because they run into grammatical errors, uh, repetition, or any number of other issues that can show up when you're the only person reading your work. So what would like be a tip that you'd give a writer like for writing-wise? <sighs> There's no one way to do anything when it comes to writing. <laughs> there's always an exception to something and everyone's process is different so the idea that I could give a piece of advice that would actually work for everyone is you know not not something I espouse but but uh, a useful piece of advice is as you're writing um, it's very tempting with fantasy in particular you do all this world building and you figure out all the details of how everything works and it's so important to you because you've spent all this time on it and you've done this research on these things and you really it's so tempting to just put that all into the book, uh, but generally don't. Um, <laughs> you, you once you've done all that world building, you want to lightly sprinkle that in as much as context needs. But uh, a lot of authors run into the problem of, of info dumping, and they just like deliver this giant page, paragraph, chapter of information that 
um, they've worked so hard to create that they feel it's really important and relevant, and to some degree it is. It definitely should inform how you write your world and your characters and how they interact with each other, but the actual details of how everything functions may not be at all relevant to your story, and if it's not, you should keep it out. And again, every person is different, everyone's process is different, and everyone's uh, writing is different, and some readers really actually enjoy a certain level of detail about how everything works, and others do not. So there's no piece of advice that is like, everyone's going to love this and use it. Um, but the thing I encounter most often when I read writing uh, from uh, newer uh, authors or writers who haven't been published yet and want to be is excess information that uh, doesn't necessarily need to be on the page. Okay, great. So where can people connect with you and to like find out more about your books and where to read and everything? Sure. Um, my website is www.virginiamaclean.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Gwindamned. Um, Gwindamned. And I'm on Facebook as uh, facebook.com slash author. Um, you can find me there and find my books and related links there and get in touch, say hi, ask questions, or, um, yeah, just find out what's going on. Well, thank you so much for, like, sitting down and talking with me today, and it's really great. I'm really excited, so. <laughs> thank you.